please walk Sparky for me? No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required. Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tosinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format. Plus, applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> hey, welcome everybody. It is uh, Greg, Detroit's love guru. Greg Dzinski here, licensed professional counselor in Metro Detroit. Michigan, okay? Um, uh, relationship and sex specialists, of course, as well. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. During the holiday, I did take a little bit of time off from the show. So it's good to be back, people. I hope everybody is having a great 2018 New Year right now. Hopefully everything's going smooth for you. I hope you and your loved ones are very safe. And I also hope you're kicking up the love juices, if you will, in your relationship or in your marriage. And those single ones out there, are you looking at yourself and doing the work and what type of relationship you would love to have in the near future? And what are you doing to put yourself out there, people, okay? And tonight, we're going to talk about, you know, maybe the dating realm and relationships and marriages as a whole. We're going to talk about non-consensual sex and also about selling yourself out the two sort of go hand in hand right so non-consensual sex we're not going to talk about rape i'll do a special show on trauma and uh, rape survivors to try to help empower them into you know heal from that trauma but this i'm not talking about rape aspects here or forced sexual aspects this is talking about non-consensual sex where you know what you ladies might be just doing it just to get your husband or boyfriend to shut up and quit nagging, right? This is a situation where you're just going through the motion. You really don't want to do it, but you're doing it anyways because you feel pressured. You feel maybe manipulated, guilt-tripped, or shamed into having sex. And this goes hand-in-hand, hand, as you know, with selling yourself out, doing stuff you really don't want to do. <clears throat> and, of course... This isn't just for ladies out there. There's men in my office over the many years I've been doing this. You know what? They'll have sex because, you know what, they feel they should. To get their girlfriend or wife off their backs about sex, whatever. Believe it or not, most of the complaints for lack of sex do come from you ladies, believe it or not. The guy could be stressed and maybe just, you know what, throwing you a bone, no pun intended, throwing you, you know what, 
eh, I'll do it. I'll just go through the motions and, you know, give her what I should do. That you sell yourself out, you end up having sex, and it's really non-consensual. And everybody says, you know, when you have sex, it's consensual, right? It's your choice. It is your choice. You're right. But you know what? Maybe you're doing it because you think you should, because uh, doing your manly duties, your womanly, wifely duties, or you know what? You don't want to be guilt tripped. You don't want to hear her or his mouth anymore or complaints. So you just do it to keep them quiet. How many people have been in that situation and been into you know the element to where you know what? You've been there before and. You know what? It doesn't feel that good. My question is, why are you doing it, number one? Okay, why are you selling yourself out and doing something you really don't want to do? And I hear this all the time, Greg, because, you know what, I'd rather just lay there, get it over with, than listen to him. Or, you know what, I'd rather just do her and not listen to her nag or complain at me anymore. It's one of those situations, right, where, you know what, is it... Um, you know, pain or pleasure type situations. Which one is more painful for you? And is that why you're selling yourself out and you sort of fall into the non-consensual sexual realms? Or, you know what, we can get into other realms as we will as the show uh, continues as well. Grace and Treva, hey, welcome. Happy New Year to you, Treva. And Grace, I hopefully uh, your New Year is going very, very well. And as always, people, you can chime in the discussion below the live video and ask your questions. Throw your insights out there. It makes for a lively show. And not only do others learn from you, I might learn from you as well, okay? Uh, I'm all about a lifelong learner and evolving and growing as a therapist um, and as a individual as well. So you know what? Throw your comments out there. Throw um, your questions at me too. I want to the show is about you. The Art of Relationships radio show is about helping you have the relationship that you crave and also for you single people out there to help you sort of, you know, pave the way for the life and the love life that you would like in the future, okay? And also check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. And as always, again, people, give me a call with your questions. Don't be shy. 313-614-914. 9-8, and that information is above um, above the video here, okay? And also, share this live video, people, for a chance to win my book for free, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy, okay? Um, so check it out. You get a chance to win a free copy of my book. Um, I'm giving away three copies, and I gave away for the new year four copies for sharing a little bit of uh, self-help uh, program I have going on on my website as well. So, join the fun. We're going to talk about non-consensual sex. And I want to know what is going on. What leads you into maybe giving in when you're really not in the mood, you're not turned on by your partner. Maybe you don't even like your partner, okay? But you are just, you know what, going through with having sex. I call that non-consensual sex. A lot of people might disagree with me on that. Well, you're doing it anyways. You're agreeing to do it. You're not saying no, so it's, you know, consensual. You know what? We could get on debate, but we'll just, you know, it's my show, so I'm going to say, you know, non-consensual sex and take a different look at that. 
to where you're able to look at how many people have been in that situation to where you know what you have had sex when you really didn't want to you weren't connected with that person and you did it you know what because maybe you didn't maybe you're a bleeding heart maybe you're a people pleaser and you don't want to hurt their feelings you don't want to make them feel bad and say no and you sold yourself out and went through it and then you you know what you felt terrible for doing it after Yes, I have been there too. Yes, Detroit's Love Guru has been there himself many, many years ago, okay? Um, but I've learned. So you look at, hey, Christy, what's up, people? Welcome. And I hope everybody is going, uh, like I said, having a great, happy new year. And I want to know, again, give me your feedback, people. Have you been in a situation where you have had the non-consensual sex um, in your life, you know, it could be in your past. Maybe you're still doing it now. And my question and my challenge for you is to look at why are you doing it and what is it going to take for you to stop? Where you know what? You're not in the mood. You don't want to have sex. You're not connected to that person. So you're going to say, you know what? Peace out. I don't want that. It doesn't matter if we're married, if we're, you know, in a long term relationship, if we're dating for a while. Those situations, you know, the wifely duty, the husbandly duty, you know what? That's a bunch of bullshit, okay? Plain and simple, that's bullshit. And I get this all the time, you know, from guys, from women. You know what? Um, I'm his wife, Greg. I'm supposed to have sex with him. She's my wife, Greg. That's part of the deal. She's supposed to have, you know, sex with me. She's my wife. And I'm like, really? You want someone to have sex with you, regardless if it's your spouse or not, to have sex with you even though they don't. You know what? That's sad. That's Why would you do that to yourself? And going back on you people out there that are the ones that are having the non-consensual sex out of manipulation, out of guilt, out of shame. I do understand it, okay? I get, you know what? You might feel guilty. My question is I want to build you up, have you more confident where you say, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not in the mood. You treat me like shit. You belittle me, degrade me, call me names, and yet you want me to make love with you? You need to say no and not get guilt tripped into. Or, you know, the old, let's face it, the old scenario is how many people have been in a situation where, you know what, uh, we haven't had sex in uh, five days, a week, or whatever. You know what? We need to do it. Oh, how hot, how romantic is that, people? That's us. That get you hot and turned on and get you all tingly in all the right places, people. You know what? Not really. It's like, oh, okay. You know what? Leave me alone and I'll, I'll do you. That means, you know what? I don't have to hear or talk to you in another month or a week or two, right? And it's a sad situation. And it, you're right, Trayva. It's, you know, obligation. You know, is non-consensual sex, Trayva, for you, would that be considered an obligation? I, I love that word. And that's is basically what people get into, and they, they sort of do it out of obligation. We know for ourselves, if we do things out of obligation, we're not that um, keen on doing them. We're not that motivated, right? We are motivated when we want to do something, right? We want to do something, that's when we're motivated. When we're, you know, we're in love with our partner, when we are turned on by a partner, there's an emotional connection, we want to make love, of course, we're more in the mood to do it more often. We want to, right? And we all know, you know, when we're tired, when we're not feeling well, we're exhausted, 
uh, people have, you know, maybe two, three young kids, and they both work, and they're exhausted, and yeah, it takes a toll, and do you still go on to, you know what, we, we need to have sex because we haven't had it in a while, and I'm all about, you know, sex, and making love brings you closer together, hopefully, that's, you know, my hope, that it brings you closer together, it, it creates more of a, a union emotionally and physically for you two. Plus, let's face it, it helps reduce stress and might make you just feel good. Therefore, reducing, you know, the arguments, the tit for tat and the distance going on. But, you know what? That's all fine and dandy. However, if you're just having sex because, oh, it's Saturday night, we have to. <laughs> You know what? That's sad. And that's a situation where I don't want you to fall into anymore. And I want you to be able to stick up for yourself. And I want you to be able to say, no, I'm not putting up with obligation. I'm not putting up with making love with you or anybody when I don't want to, okay? And you know what? I want to hear some of you on there. What are some situations that you have been in, you know, had had non-consensual sex where you're manipulated, guilted, shamed, or as Travis said, out of obligation where you've had sex and you really, you know what, you felt like crap after it, like you sold yourself out. <clears throat> and my view on selling yourself out is, of course, you know what, doing something that is totally against your values and your morals. And we all have, you know what, Morals and values are very subjective uh, throughout the world, okay? <clears throat> it doesn't mean that, you know, people that are swingers or in the lifestyle or have an open relationship or that are poly, that they don't have boundaries, morals, or values. Not at all. You deem your own values. You deem your own morals, but you don't sell yourself out. You don't do anything you don't really want to do that is the essence of of who you are that is you know what that means that you know what you are on a one-on-one -on -one relationship you want that that's all you want and you're not gonna get into a threesome you're not gonna all of a sudden be a swinger or go into the poly lifestyle right and you're doing it out of obligation so you don't lose your partner right you're doing it let's face it is that non-consensual acts <clears throat> and there are so many different ones it could be not just non-consensual sex. How many people are in relationships and it's really non-consensual? It could be arranged marriages, arranged relationships. It could be maybe you're doing it, you know what, sad to say, out of finances, financial situations. You're doing it, you know, a non-consensual relationship or marriage because, let's face it, we have kids together so we have to stay together. That's one of the unhealthiest things you can do for a kid. So let's hear. Give me a call, 313-614-9498. And you know what? Give me your insights on how many situations or, you know what, not only how many situations you've been into, what have been some situations that you have, you know what, been in this situation where you, you have gone through with, you know, non-consensual acts to wherever, you know what, You've done it. And this, I'm not blaming, I get it, okay? It's not blaming, it's not judgment. I don't do that. My question is trying to help you where you're not in those situations again to get yourself out of it and to stop doing it no matter what, okay? 
Hey, Amy's in the house. Welcome, <clears throat> Treva. For seven years, when I'm assuming that's when I was married, it was always about him. Two minutes, he got his and was done. Treva, that's that's shameful, man. I, I want to know, Treva. I appreciate you putting yourself out there and you know helping other people in your situation and opening up the discussion. My question is, what made you go through that? For seven years of married, it was always about him, and I get that. You know, obligation or just doing them just to, you know, shut them up or whatever. What made you not say no and say, hey, what about me? What about me getting pleased? And how many people are having sex making love out of obligation? And you know what? Their sexual needs aren't even being met. They're, it's like their partner doesn't even care about their needs. Plain and simple. Yes, believe it or not, people. It's men and it's women both, okay? <clears throat> so you look at those situations and, you know, is it out of obligation? Oh, we're married because we have to have sex since we're married. We're living together, so I have to do this, right? Well, he pays the bills or she pays the bills, so I guess I got to do my uh, duty. You know what? That, that's sad, man. That is... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm laughing, whatever, but it's not funny. It's a situation to where, you know what, what keeps you in that situation and what would it take for you to make non-consensual sex be more emotionally painful for you where you're not going to do it any longer. You're going to say, you know what, peace out, I'm done, that's it, okay? I'm done with this, I'm not going to be in this situation any longer and you know what? I'm stopping, and if you don't like that, and if you don't respect me, you know what, then maybe we should move on and move apart from one another. I'm all, like I said on every show, I'm all about you putting forth the effort and doing everything you can to make a relationship or marriage work, and there's some situations where, you know what, your life is in danger, your, you know, emotional sanctity is at stake, that's a different situation, then you need to get out and get to a healthier spot, okay? I know it's not easy out there, people. So <clears throat> don't be shy. Let me hear, you know what, what has caused you to be in these situations? You're having sex out of obligation, and maybe you're not only sex, you're in a relationship or you're in a marriage out of obligation, out of situation where, you know what, wedding vows, right? To death do us part or unless we kill each other. <laughs> Don't do that, okay? Um, we took vows. We're going to be miserable and just terrible. And we're going to have, you know, obligatory sex once a month just to do it. You know what? We're miserable, but we did take those vows. You know what? And I don't take those vows lightly whatsoever either. However, there's a point in being, um, you know, taking the vows and being loyal and then being miserable and selling yourself out and being abused and being treated poorly uh, throughout your life. I don't want anybody to live as a martyr. Not at all. So we look at um, eight, leaving Leaving was best thing for me. And I give you a lot of props for that, Treva. I know we talk. You've been a, a huge follower on the show. Cynthia, what's up? Welcome. Shauna, hey, what's going on? <clears throat> You mentioned, Shauna, when does marital sex become non-consensual? It is only when we are forced. Or could it also be that we feel required to in order to satisfy, say, 
maybe a sex addict. That's good, Sean. And you stop. At the beginning of the show, I talked about my belief about non-consensual sex, okay? And looking at the situation, my definition of non-consensual sex is when you are making love, you're having sex out of ob obligation, okay? Doing the wifely duty, husbandly duty, and you don't want to. Plain and simple. You're having non-consensual sex because you're guilted into it. You're shamed into it. You're manipulated, guilt, you know, guilted into having sex when you don't want to. Part of this is being a please, people pleaser, a doormat, and some people also, you know what, it's more painful to listen to their spouse or partner complain and nag about not having sex. You know what, it's more painful for them to listen to that than, you know, I'm just going to do it and throw out a charity, you know, piece, if you will, out there. So that's when, Sean, in any relationship, marriage or not, it becomes non-consensual when you're selling yourself out. And like I said, the old status is, you know, consensual, non-consent, you know, about rape. And I talked about this at the beginning of the show, but I'm not talking about rape now. I'll do another show about that, like I mentioned earlier. But going on, the non-consensual comes into, everybody assumes when you have sex, you're doing it because out of free will, because you want to. How many people have been in a situation where you've had sex because, you know what, I should do my duty. I, I should. It's been a month, so I guess I have to. That type of thing. Or, you know what, it's my wifely duty. It's my husbandly duty to have sex. That's not really consensual. You're doing it out of maybe obligation, out of pressure, out of uh, manipulation. And I agree, you need to be strong enough, and that's what I'm talking about now. You need to be strong enough to say no and not to fall prey to the manipulation, to the guilt and shame. It's your body, it's your emotions at stake, and you need to fight for them and stand up for yourself, okay? So it's not easy. And hopefully, Sean, that sort of helps, uh, sort of depict and helps you realize um, what sort of I'm talking about differentiating between, you know, like non-consensual sex as far as rape and also... Um, that situation being forced okay so hopefully that helps you out <clears throat> and like I said not only non-consensual sex how many people are in a relationship and I get it you know we talk about non-consensual most people view this as being forced as being um, held hostage in a situation right but maybe you're in a situation again we all have choices I'm saying that no matter if you have sex you're in a relationship you don't want to be or marriage you don't want to be, you know what? It's still your choice. I'm trying to help you to where, you know what? If your choice is not to be there and you're just going through the motions, why are you doing that? What is holding you back? What is more painful to get out of that situation and to be in more uh, a consensual relationship, a consensual marriage where you're in love and you feel respected, you feel valued and not, you know what? exploited if you will and it's all for the sake of your partner and not for you Barb hey what's going on um, hi Greg I was married and was a stay-at-home mom no funds no family nowhere to go out now seven years later and feeling amazing Barb awesome happiness is possible and I I know your story Barb and I give you a lot of props because I know it's not a not an easy situation at all. So that's what I'm talking about, 
you know, being in a non-consensual situation to where, um, you know what, you feel trapped. You feel these situations and maybe you're belittled. You're, you know, ridiculed so much that your self-esteem is in the dirt and you're in a situation that you don't want to be. And I also, I get to a situation where, yeah, everybody has choices. You know, everybody assumes, you know, like Barb, you mentioned, you know, no funds, no family, nowhere to go. I have no choices. Everybody has choices. It's just being able to see clearly, and yes, some choices, some non-consensual situations, be it sex, be it in a marriage or relationship, an abusive relationship, you know what, you don't want to be there, and it's sort of non-consensual, you're doing it because, like Barb mentioned, no funds, no family, no help, nowhere to go, but part of the situation, part of that trap is you're looking at what is scary. Scary being homeless, scary being alone. These situations, again, they're not easy, okay, people? They're very difficult, but it's looking at you still have choices. You have choices, and you need to empower yourself or get help that can help you empower you to say no. And you know what? I'm not going to put up with this anymore, and I'm not going to be in a non-consensual relationship, and I'm not going to be guilted or manipulated into having sex. I value myself. You know what? I matter. My emotions matter. My body matters. So I'm going to get in that situation where I'm going to stop this situation, okay? Again, it's not easy. I get it. I I get it very much, people. So we look at the situation. <clears throat> you know, what is going to help you get out of that aspect and get the strength to say no? Maybe you need to get a job part-time or whatever to help you get the funds to get out of that situation. Again, it's not easy. Um, Barb, I, you know, I give you so much props for sharing your story. Um, and I know, uh, Barb, you mentioned, uh, you became homeless to escape, you know, the abuse and a horrific uh, relationship. Couldn't give my body to him any longer. And I, I give you a lot of props because it is very, very difficult. And a lot of situations, you know, that, you know, people have kids and you have no money, no job. And you're in abuse, a very you know horrific situation, and you're like, what do we, you know, what do I do? I have no money. If I leave, what do I do? I got kids. He doesn't want me working. If I get a job, who's going to watch the kids? I know these stories very, very well and very intimately. People from you know thousands of clients over the years I've worked with, um, literally thousands. Um, of couples, of individuals that have been in this situation. And it, it's very difficult, you know what? Um, it, it's not easy. So I give Barbara, I give you a huge applause, a huge uh, round of props to get yourself into a healthy situation. And it's not easy, as you know. It's like fighting for yourself, and it's more difficult when the situation comes into role where it's, uh, you know what? I'm going to be in a situation that's getting me healthy and I'm going to try to do whatever I can to teach my kids it's not right to be disrespected. It's not right to maybe give your body when you don't want to or give yourself emotionally when you want to. And a lot of people, how many people have been, you know what, I, don't, I give my body to shut that person up, but he'll never have my heart, she'll never have my soul. And you know what, but it's easy just to go through the motions. How many people have been in that situation? And um, I think a lot of people might be able to relate to it. And what do you think it needs? Um, you know, what do you think you need to be strong enough 
to be able to get out of uh, situations and to be able to put your foot down and say, no, you know what? I don't want to have sex. I'm not in the mood to have sex, and I'm not going to have sex. You can whine, complain, beg, right? Beg me to have sex with you. I'm not going to do it. And you know what? Ask your partner. Ask them, why would they want to beg you to have sex with them? That's sad, right? It's very, it, it, it's very sad. Uh, Bar, oh, thanks. That means a lot coming from you. No, Barb, I'm being, you know me. I'm being very genuine, very sincere when I, I give you props because it, uh, it takes a lot of guts to go through a situation um, that you've been through, okay? So I give you a props and a lot of other people that have been in, um, you know, similar situations as well that have been, you know, got out of that situation, okay? So I am going to take a little breather. Give me a call after break, 313-614-9498. And again, you know what? I'm going to be here live. Join the discussion. Ask your questions. Throw out your insight, people, okay? And this is the Art of Relationships radio show. Remember, you can share my book. Share this live video on your timeline. You'll have a chance to win one of three copies of my book, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. And this is also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com too. So stay right here. Don't go anywhere. Keep the discussion going. I'm going to take a little breather, people. Do not go anywhere. She's sitting on the dirt ridden floor. Hit her for a And with one look, I swear she kills me. She's loud as hell. An embarrassment. One crazy bitch, but she's lovely. And she's addictive. My nicotine, the one from my dreams in the morning. And she's vindictive. She makes me wish that girls like this came with warning. And we drive each other absolutely
Everybody, we're back. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. I'm your host, Greg Dzinski, Detroit's love guru, coming to you uh, live from Metro Detroit, actually from my office. Uh, hopefully everybody's doing well and enjoying the topic. We're talking about non-consensual sex and also about maybe being in non-consensual relationships. Yeah, we all talk about free will and free choice. Some people find that very difficult, and what I'm talking about, the meaning I say about non-consensual sex, you know what, we talk about rape, okay, but this, I'm throwing a new twist and a new meaning on it, and I'm not belittling rape whatsoever, definitely not, um, but this is about situations where you feel you're having sex or being in a relationship because you feel guilty, you feel manipulated, you feel maybe stuck so you're going to go through the motions and have sex when you don't want to just to shut your partner up or, you know what, I feel guilty so I'm going to do it anyways. You're not there. You're just having your body, your emotions, your heart, your soul aren't into it. Why are you doing that to yourself, okay? My, my challenge to you is to get done with that situation, to have self-respect, and you know what, gain the confidence to be able to get yourself out of that situation. It's not easy as... Um, you know, you read in the discussion below this live video, uh, Barb's, uh, you know, little tale about the situation she went through to get to a healthier situation, okay? Hey, Cynthia, um, I stayed living in the home for almost two years while going through a divorce. After him constantly saying, you're still my wife until we are divorced. So you have no choice but to give me what I want. That is sad. That is pathetic. And that guy, you know what, your ex would need to be hit upside the head. Yeah, I can be violent in those situations. I don't promote it, but I look at, you know what, that's bullshit, and that's, that's ridiculous. And that's what I talked about. And actually, I think you chimed in a little late, Cynthia, and I talked about that situation about, oh, because you're my wife, you owe it to me. You're obligated to have sex with me whenever I want. And I've heard this, not from a lot, but I've heard this from, you know what, numerous guys over the years my wife, Greg, she's supposed to have sex with me, and I just cringe, man. I'm like, for one thing, where do you get that ideology from, that myth from? Number two is, why would you want your wife to have sex with you, you know what, when she doesn't want to, when she feels like she has to? That's sad. That, that is just, you know what, is that, that's not being a man. That's sort of being a boy, and there's a big difference, okay? So... Um, I grabbed my son and walked out and never looked back. Cynthia, as you know, I know your story very well. And as Barb, I'm giving you props for getting into a very healthy situation that you in now. And I know it took years and you're happy and been in a great, uh, a great situation for a lot of years now. So listen up, people. These people are sharing their stories to help empower you that it is possible to get out of these situations and to stop 
selling yourself out, yes. Like I said, stop selling yourself out and doing um, stuff you really don't want to do that are against your essence of who you are morally and you know your values. And I talk about, you know what, swinging, poly, they all have values and morals. Everybody does. It's about selling out what is wrong for you, okay? Um, Shauna, make a decision to be done. Decide life is too short to be in a toxic relationship. And Shauna, that's great advice, but it's also not easy. And I, you know, I give that advice. You need to make a decision. What can I do to get myself out of it? And it's, it's scary. And I, a lot of people, you know, in situations, I've dealt with a lot of uh, people that have been in abusive situations, um, abusive relationships, marriages, physically, emotionally. And it gets a situation where people tell them, just get the hell out, you know, get out, leave, whatever. And it, it's not that easy. You know what? They could be scared that they're going to get killed. They have, again, no money, no friends, no family. Um, you know, where are they going to go? The shelters, you know, women's shelters, uh, you know, abuse networks, they're all full, they're all packed, so there's nowhere to go. What do you do? You have no money. You, you know, you might get a car or whatever, but you might be able to get a bus, but you need money. All these situations. Now you have kids. Now say you have kids in diapers. What do you do? It's not as easy as a lot of people assume that you just get the hell out of here. I look at, I want you to be wise and first decide, you know what, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. And now what do I have to do to prepare myself emotionally, physically, and try to get resources lined up so you can get out of those situations, okay? And I know we're sort of going into the abusive relationship situation. I guess it, it all ties together with non-consensual sex. Um, but I want to know what keeps you. Is it keeps you in a situation where you might have sex when you don't want to? Um, you know what? When you look at the situation, loving the glasses, very handsome. What? The glasses? What glasses? I'm trying to look at what glasses are you talking about? <laughs> um, that's why I'm trying to figure out what love the glasses. I don't know who you're talking about. But anyway, Treva, I'm not wearing glasses. I'm saying glasses. Where, what are you looking at? So, <laughs> Okay, Treva, to people who stay in unhappy situations because of the kids, don't. Think of yourself and kids not to do that. And that's great advice, Treva. And again, you need to set the resources in place and try to, you know what, prepare yourself emotionally, physically, and, you know, resources out there. Try to reach out to, um, you know, neglect and abuse groups. Check with other, you know, shelter situations. Check with maybe friends, coworkers. You know what, there's so many people that are willing to help you if you are willing to help yourself. Um, a lot of people, I think, where they get frustrated trying to help people in these situations to where, you know what, they help them, they help them again, they help them five, ten times, and they keep going back in those situations. And that's where people get, you know, isolated because they're not taking the help. They go back in a toxic situation again. Um, what other situations do you feel you've been into where you're just having sex just to have it, okay? They're um, just to have it, just to go in a situation to where, you know what, you're getting out of it. You're not going through 
this anymore. You're stopping. You know what? I'm not going to make love with you. You can beg, plead all you want. I'm just going to walk away. You know what? And again, if they force it, physically force you to have sex, that is rape. No matter if you're married, in a relationship, living with somebody, I don't care. That is rape, okay? And you have a right to file charges against that person and PPO and all that aspect. So yes, it is possible you can be raped in a marriage. You can be raped in a committed relationship. And that's where you need to get help in a PPO. That might get that person out of the house, out of your environment for a while, okay? So that's another way. No, I'm not saying you manipulate that situation or lie. I'm never about lying and manipulating situations because I'm all about, you know what, if you lie and manipulate about a certain situation, then you need to do the time and the punishment for you lying. You do the same punishment as if you did that crime for lying. So don't be in that situation. Cynthia, there is always someone to listen, someone to help, but you have to take that step. Never stop asking. That's great advice again. Cynthia, in a lot of situations we talk about, you know, having non-consensual sex um, with your partner or being in a non-consensual relationship, you know what? It's not easy. I understand that very much, and I'm here to help you, and others are here to help you as well to be in a situation to where, you know what, I'm going to stop it. Number one, I want you to understand you know, why are you doing it? Number one, that's going to help. Are you doing it because you have a bleeding heart? You feel guilty. Well, we are married. Uh, I guess I have to. I want you to change your mindset. Number one, okay? You do not have to have sex or make love with somebody if you do not want to, okay? And I want you to embrace yourself and I want you to empower yourself no matter if they beg. They cry. Yes, there's been people crying. There's been people manipulating. There's been people trying to bash you, belittle you into having sex with them. And yes, they're your partner. They're your spouse. I want you to be prepared for this. You know, you might be already there now to say, you know what? I want you to become numb to it, okay? It's one of those situations where I don't care what you say. It's not going to affect me anymore, okay? That's number two. What you say is not going to affect me anymore. If you don't care about how I feel, I'm going to stop caring about what you say to me. Again, people, I'm telling you it's not easy, okay? Emotionally, it is not that easy. I make it sound easy. It's not easy at all, okay? But I want you to get to that situation now. Number three, to get resources in place and look at what do you do to get out of that situation if your partner is not willing to change and become the partner that you deserve and you want and to stop begging and pleading you to be with them and to have sex with them, okay? So those are the three aspects I want you to look at. And, you know, the final one, try to get friends, family members, uh, friends, coworkers, okay? Try to reach out and ask for help, suggestions, what you can do. Call, you know, hotlines, shelters, abuse, neglect hotlines. They're out there, okay? So get a hold of those situations and stop putting yourself out there and feeling, you know what, guilted into being with somebody. Guilted or manipulated into having sex with somebody, even if it's your husband, your wife. 
girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, whatever, okay? I want you to empower yourself to get you out of that situation, okay? And if you ever need help, you can private message me. No big deal, right here, okay? Email me. Go to my website, theartofrelationships.org. You can find my email there, and you can email me that way, too. Anything I can do to help. Also, again, one more chance. Share this live video, The Art of Relationships Radio Show, on your timeline for a chance to win my book, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. Um, I'm going to raffle off three copies of that, and I'll announce the winners. I'm going to post the winners here on my Facebook page, pages, uh, tomorrow morning, and uh, announce the winners, okay? And you can send me your address, or if you prefer uh, ebook. PDF file, I'll do that, whatever works for you, okay? And what else? I want to thank everybody for listening, everyone participating into the show, and I definitely appreciate um, the support I've been getting over the years. Uh, it helps me help you and help others out there, okay? One more thing before I let you go. I'm going to look at the situation to where, uh, one more thing before we go, okay? Cynthia, how many people have sex early in a relationship because they like someone and convince themselves having sex is the only way to keep them? You know what? That's true. I see this a lot with teens and young adults because television brainwashes them. Peer pressure, exactly. Um... Cynthia, you brought up a great point, and this, this is a good point, um, you know, to finish on, too, that a lot of people, you know what, I want him to like me, I want, and there's boys, I'm telling you, there's a lot of teen boys I've worked with over the years, too, that they're not ready, they don't want to have sex, and they feel pressured because a girl wants to have sex with them, and they feel they should for the same aspect, so it works with both genders, you know, the peer pressure about having, you know, sex in a situation because you know what I don't want to lose them I don't want them but then you sell yourself out okay you have sex when you're ready to not because you're guilt tripped into you don't want to have sex with someone because you're fearful of losing that person okay you want that person to like you and to be with you and yes you can go in a situation and take a stand you know what I'm not gonna be in a relationship where I don't have sex but there's time frames it's what works best for both of you. You know what? I'm not going to beg you. I'm not going to plead with you to make love with me. You can take a stand without manipulating, without guilt tripping, without bashing, blaming, those type of situations, okay? So I want you to be able to empower yourself, empower your teens to be able to say no. And I get, you don't just tell them to say no. You need to get with them emotionally and tell them you understand where they're coming from. Maybe you've been there. Okay, and they might think, yeah, yeah, you're just telling me this. No, get with her. I get that. You really like that boy. You like that girl, and you don't want to lose them. But I want you to have self-respect. I know it's so hard, but I'm here to help you. I'm here to teach you. Okay, so come from that perspective. It's genuine. It's real. Okay, I'm always coming from a point of being genuine and real, and no BS, no manipulation, no lies with my clients, with anybody, okay? You come real and you come legit from the heart and you're going to have a lot better um, outcome 
most of the time. I can't, you know, 100% ain't going to happen. But most of the time, you're going to have a lot better outcome, okay? And not only that, you need to do that to yourself and come real and come honest and genuine with yourself and what you're going to put up with and what you're not in the stick to it, okay? So, everybody, peace. Make sure you share this for a chance to win my book. Go to my website, theartofrelationships.org, okay? And you got a chance I have a 28 days to ignite your relationship self-study program. It's cheap, people. It's cheaper than one session with me, and I'm cheap anyways. I put it together to help you have the relationship you crave, okay? So check it out, theartofrelationships.org. And again, much, much gratitude and thanks for all your support. And uh, the following I've been getting for these years and doing the show and helping everybody out, out there, okay? Peace and love, everybody. You take care. Have a great night. Bye-bye.